thing moistens the panties, like a human rights violation. <laughs> I'm new to the Bay Area. I'm recently moved to the Bay Area uh, for a girl, uh, which is perfect for me because I like my women like I like my housing. Unattainable. It's fun, I'll tell you. Oh. Got it. We're sharing a moment right now. Can you feel it yes. going between us? Um, I got into stand-up comedy, though, because I wanted to make friends. I just couldn't stand two-way conversations. <laughs> you know, I don't have interpersonal skills. I can't small talk. I can't give you an example of this. My girlfriend and I were sitting down, just you know, chilling, snacking, eating, and I accidentally double-dipped the chips. And she gets mad about, mad at me about it. And I'm like, really? This is how I respond. Really? You freak out when I double dip the chips, but you kiss me immediately after I'm, do I'm done rimming you? <laughs> Get your priorities straight. Which, to my credit, doesn't seem like such a bad thing to say if you're not out at a restaurant with her and her parents. <laughs> Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for Ken Suzuki. You want to talk about a human rights violation, that fucking joke. All right, so our next comedian is Stefan Massey. Stefan Massey, please come to the stage. For the listener, I dragged this chair up on the stage, and it was funny because there's already a chair on the stage. <laughs> I had a dream that Bob Ross, the PBS dude with the afro who painted, sang Rainbow Connection in drag. Uh, it's not fully accurate to say that he was in drag. He uh, only had on a red dress. I assume there was something under it. But he didn't have any makeup on. And when the third big chorus hit, the curtain behind him went up, and backing him on vocals was every Muppet ever. If my brain had Foley artists, they'd be charging me overtime. <sighs> when I was in high school, I had a, a teacher. And I went to a Catholic high school. 
So, this was my religion teacher. And one day he came in, and he starts talking about that Jodie Foster movie, Contact. And he says to us that there's a scene in the movie where Matthew McConaughey says to her, do you believe in God? And she says no. And so, and then my teacher says, and then he just nails her. And he asks, Matthew McConaughey that is, prove it. I fucked that up. <laughs> she, he, he asks her, did you love your dad? And then he says, she, she says, yes. And he says, prove it. Well, I put up with his shit for 20 years. How's that for proof? Mm. I'm awkward and I'm tall much like large dogs and it's an interesting juxtaposition because my dad hates pets all pets and it's not enough for him to hate pets his thesis in life is that everyone should hate them. He doesn't understand why they don't. I mean, you clean up your kid's crap for two years minimum, and it's not a guarantee that they're going to love you unconditionally. Why is it so different from a dog? <sighs> My dad is so dead set against animals that... Because I can maintain the attention of a cat, he literally said this to me, Stefan, you speak cat. And I said, well, I guess if you think I'm the human equivalent of a laser pointer, then yes, I do. <laughs> I really wish that relationships could have exit interviews. For those not familiar with the concept, an exit interview is when you're leaving a job and you ask your boss about the things that you hope to improve upon and the things you did well. And I don't see why we can't have that with people. So what were the areas you felt I could do better on? Okay. Ambition, income, passion. All right. That's fair. And where did you feel I excelled? Falling asleep after sex and weed intake? Come on! Thanks, guys. <laughs> Stefan Massey. I think you could have excelled on not showing up tonight. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on. I, hey, I kid because I love. Get off me. Get off. Why are you fucking looking at me like that? Like I raped your cat. Oh, okay. Got it. Oh. Give it up again for Stefan Massey. Come on. Come on. 
All right, our next comic to come to the stage is Tommy. All right. Now that you said that, I will. What the fuck? You, you've heard of energy, right? Did everyone get in a fucking Zach's heroin stash or something? What's going on? <laughs> Holy shit, guys. I'm going to liven it up a little bit. Turn up. It's a Friday night. I got to get to work, but you guys get the party. Let's go. All right. That's the loudest you're all going to get from me tonight, but it's cool. All right. On to the jokes. <clears throat> we got any dog owners here? All right. Yeah, for the, yeah. There you go. You get uh, you, you meet a lot of women that way. You know, at least in a nice introduction, you're walking them. And I mean, girls. I mean, like the really the the really stupid ones. The really stupid ones uh, can't not stop. Right? Like, oh my god, I love dogs. What kind is it? What is this and that? Like, I kind of do the same thing, but because I get it all the time, so I just go up like, oh, is this your dog? Oh man, I fucking hate dogs. Oh, look at this little motherfucker. I could. I could choke him out with just one hand. Oh my god. Dude, 20 bucks I could throw him across the street. 20 bucks. I could do this, right? Fucking little piece of shit. You don't even fucking say words, do you, you don't motherfucker? Oh, you shit on the carpet, didn't you, motherfucker? It's just to switch things up a little bit, you know? He's always getting these dumb broads. And I'm jealous because I can't have a dog. And I don't get to meet dumb broads. Hey. Alright, depend uh wait. Contrary to what you see before you, I am about to turn 35 years old. Impressive, right? Still dressing like a teenager, but it's cool. Um, I, I'm also like a manic depressive. I get, you know, fine doing this shit, right? Uh, I get depressed, and I'm just like, man, I'm fucking 35. I live in an apartment with five dudes. I have fucking four jobs because I can't, uh, I fucked up in high school. Just get depressed and think about this shit all the time. But I have this saving grace of my job. Job. My job as a bouncer is checking IDs. And man, oh man, at least a dozen times a night, I feel really good about how good I look at my age. I look at their ID and I like double take it and they think I'm just being like a really good b bouncer. I'm like, nah, you just look really shitty for 26. <laughs> Holy fuck, what did you do? Like, you look like my uncle and you're, holy fuck, you're not even old as Wu-Tang. Like, Jesus Christ, yeah. All right, this is gonna be a quick one, guys. I gotta get to fucking work. But, uh, <clears throat> any uh, conspiracy theorists in the house? Anyone liking conspiracies? I do. I, lo I love them. I don't believe them. I'm like, a, you know, just like Jesus. Like, I'd be down with the dude if I ever met him, but I need to, like, actually have a scientist tell me metal beams can't be jet fueled. That works. Shut up. Moving on. Uh, I came up with my own conspiracy theory, guys. I believe that evil Republican son of a bitch CEO of Whole Foods has been employing fit, beautiful young black women to shop there just to make eye contact with me. <laughs> just so that I'll come back every fucking week and spend way too much money on cold pressed juice and fucking steak. Because I'm there every time just like, well, she's, you know, yeah, shitty joke guys. It's cool. I love black women, but I'm surrounded by white women all the time. Sets of the Lions not a uh, news debate anymore, is it? <laughs> um, <laughs> it was news. You guys knew what I was talking about. You probably forgot about it because, you know, real news stories happened. Uh, and for one, I hated Dennis way before they started killing lions. Okay? I got more cavities than enamel, dude. It's fuck, I fucking hate him. 
but I stayed out of it. Like it was, it was a, it was a Facebook thing. You know what I mean? Just people just like ah, they're just Facebooking their like it's making a difference and just going off and all these these rants and getting in fucking arguments and shit. And I just stayed the fuck away from it because I knew it was stupid. I don't give a fuck about one line. Like it sucks, but who, who cares? Uh, and then my fucking vegan friend post something about, oh, oh, all this outrage over this fucking one line. Where's your, where's your sympathy for the hundreds of thousands of cows killed every fucking day? Dude, it's a fucking cow. How many cool ca- cow tattoos have you seen? Dude, lion tattoos are sick. Lions are the king of the jungle. They're fucking way sicker than a cow, man. Fuck, I forgot how to end that one. All right, here's uh. Lacking enthusiasm, Jet Black, thanks for having me th- and putting me on. Thank you, guys. Give it up for Tommy McGuire. All right, we're going to keep it rolling. Your next comic to come to the stage is Ashton Tate. Thank you for the uh, electric metal. Because this is this isn't metal. I don't know what is. We are going crazy. Am I right, folks? Couple of uh, cool. Um, speaking of uh, metal, I was taking a, a salsa class recently, and my uh, instructor was not a ten out of ten. He was like a four. And I can't learn salsa from a guy that isn't ridiculously attractive. You know, I think that's part of the challenge of learning salsa is battling your sexuality. That's, that's, <laughs> like, if you, if you have fully buttoned sleeves and you're not tanned, you're a magician. That's what you are. <laughs> so do something with that. Uh, I was at the doctor's recently, and he asked me how many times a week I smoke, and I didn't know what would be the coolest response. <laughs> it's like... Whatever amount after having sex, let's just say that. <laughs> I don't know what to say to a doctor to make it uh, cool. But uh, I wonder if there's like a guy out there who has no fear of jumping out of a plane, but he does have a fear of public speaking. You know, he's like, hey guys, uh, thanks for coming out here today. I'm your skydiving instructor, Carl. <laughs> a little bit about me before we jump. I'm from Wisconsin. And that's why uh, some people go to Toastmasters. Uh, was uh, I've been practicing guitar for like four weeks now, so I've learned how to ruin all parties. <laughs> it's pretty easy. Uh, I was also in London recently, and uh, I've learned that that's a bad place to have a drinking problem when your sponsor ends every email in cheers. It's weird. Who would have thought? Uh, I don't know if any anyone else here likes to paint, but uh, whenever I see a guy who's painting, whenever I see a guy, no, okay. <laughs> oh man, but uh, whenever I see a guy who's uh, painting and like he's trying to capture people within the canvas, I just feel bad that like no one stops, and they just walk through. You know, like that's got an annoy him if he sees a guy who's like shoes are untied and the guy's like. No, fuck it. Keeps going. The guy painting is like, please, someone tie your shoe. That's why I always stand in one spot and look at the painter. <laughs> Creepily, if you will. I'll hold, sometimes I don't have a shirt. I don't know. Just to help him out. 
They need nude models too. Uh huh. Was on the treadmill recently, and they had a hiking feature on the treadmill. Have you guys ever done this? What I like to do is I like to just talk to the person next to me. That's what I like to do. You know, I'll be walking like, yep, and that's how I lost my virginity. What other cool things would you like to know about me? Uh, not sure, but that's cool. I uh, people say that it's cruel killing animals, but I feel even worse for vegetables because like they try to tell me they're dying in my fridge, and I'm like, we'll see what the internet has to say about that. <laughs> that's why I don't want to be a vegetable. You know, imagine lying there in semi-consciousness, and someone's like, Yahoo Answer says it's time to pull the plug. Pull it on Ashton. Pull pulled out. Uh, no, but that's weird. It's pretty cool. I was doing white. I was, I was doing whitewater rafting recently. And I don't even know if the word white is necessary in that. It's pretty implied. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Seems like white. There's always pictures of white people like doing sports uh, that aren't really that athletic, like whitewater rafting, zip lining. Uh, jumping out of planes, it's pretty cool. White people, they say white people can't jump, but um, weirdly enough, I, uh, I'm, uh, I'm learning a cooking method. Uh, I don't know what it's gonna be yet, but um, I don't know, has anyone here ever tried to cook from scratch? It's very hard. Some uh, DJs like to scratch it up, and it's totally different than cooking from scratch. I don't have, I don't know where you buy scratch. You guys know where to get that? Anything is scratch, yet uh, sometimes scratches are bad. How come they're good in the kitchen, you know? Who's ever had a good scratch that they can't itch? That's, uh, that's a cookbook you won't see often in the, in the recipes. Um, this is cool. Uh, I, hate, I hate clowns, and uh, <laughs> so a reminder why. All right, I think that's it for me. My name is Ben Ashton. Have a good night. Give it up for Ashton Tate. All right, your next three comics are Ed Ant, um, Clay Newman, and Rachel Raphael. So give it up for Ed Ant. I was going to ask whether I should do old jokes or new jokes, but fuck all of you. You're not ruining my life. I'm going to do new jokes. Yeah. And yeah, for those of you that don't know me, I don't bother memorizing shit. So, Oregon has just become the third state to legalize recreational weed. Begging the question, what the fuck am I still doing in California? <laughs> yeah, many of you can sense a pattern here. A 1,500-pound cow is eluding capture in central New York and has been for months. In my personal opinion, my... I'm sorry, my personal opinion is that we should let the cow roam. After all, 
It's just trying to live out its dream of being a star in the big city. The Sant the Santee Sioux Tribe of Flandrau, South Dakota are going to open the nation's first weed resort furnished with a smoking lounge, a nightclub, arcade games, a bar, food service, and eventually slots. Ah, the red man has finally found the perfect trap for the white man. Adblock, a browser extension with over 4 million current users has just been sold to a mystery buyer. You have to respect Trump for his willingness to spend any amount of money on his campaign. A Wall Street Journal survey found marijuana legalization to be more popular than Uber and Airbnb. This might be because people are finally realizing that they are more likely to lose things due to Uber and Airbnb. <laughs> I'm with the 77% of Americans who think that mandatory minimum, mandatory minimum prison sentences for nonviolent drug offenders should be eliminated so that drugs can make sentencing decisions on a case-by-case -case basis. But I'm sure, but I'm as sure as the next guy that the Republicans in power are too petty to let that happen. Social commentary! <laughs> yeah, still got time. Yeah. Chris Mintz, the hero that helped stop the UCC shooter, is doing fine. I mentioned this because I wanted to talk about the story, but I didn't want to bring anybody down, unlike some other people who shall remain nameless until later on tonight. Guess we're going into old material anyway. I'm always prepared. <laughs> I think Jeb Bush is George's older brother, George's boring older brother, not really as likable, but not really as smart as him. He's less charismatic than his older brother. He believes in more crazy shit than the last two Bushes, but at least there's no real chance of him winning. You heard the horn. That means it's time for an ad. That's right, people. I'm going to tell you wonderful folks about a wonderful event that's happening right here at Mutiny Radio. I fucked that up. Right here at Mutiny Radio. This Wednesday from 8 to 10, the JustMeAndChicks.com podcast will be superseded by the mutiny edition of the Just Me and Chicks podcast with an open mic from 9 to 9.30 with the subject heckling. Come and join us. We'll have a great time. Get off the stage! That was my heckle. I heckled you. Is that...
Not cool enough here. <laughs> now not appearing on his show, Jet Black. All right. So our uh, next comic is uh, Clay Newman. So give it up for Clay Newman. Thank you, Jet. I appreciate the rousing introductions, by the way. Uh, you may know him as the next comic. Is Jet a family name, or did you just keep your high school DJ name? <laughs> DJ Jet Black Black Black. <laughs> what do you mean you knew I was white? Uh... <laughs> I'm jealous of your style, man, but I feel like you're a little too into it. Like, I feel like at some point in the day, you flex in the mirror while you pull your pant legs up. <laughs> We'll do lefty and righty today. Yeah. Uh, Ed Ant, excellent job. That was probably the most sinister comedy delivery I've ever heard. Uh, that sounded like James Earl Jones's first go at Darth Vader. <laughs> it's like if Neil deGrasse Tyson just found weed instead of science. That was... <laughs> Uh, none of my new jokes are going to be as good as that. All right. Uh, <laughs> this is, I'll start with something that actually happened instead of a joke. Uh, I'm still kind of processing this. As I was about to come here, I left my house, and I live over by McLaren Park, kind of a woodsy area of San Francisco. And as I was going downhill, a skunk came from around the corner, just fucking at me, just like aggressively charging at me. And I don't have my like man skills put into play very often. I don't often get to find out how I do in a high pressure situation. Apparently my response to danger is I froze and I yelled, fuck you. <laughs> if it was a bear or like even a medium sized dog, I'd be fucked. Like it would have got me for sure. Uh, the crazy part is it actually worked 100%. The skunk's like, ugh, negative energy. <laughs> we have such bullshit animals in San Francisco. Like our, I'm not even talking about the pigeons. Like our wildlife are skunks and possums and raccoons, and that's it. Like this, there's no deer in San Francisco. I saw a coyote once, and it was pretty glorious. But other than that. Like, raccoons are pretty adorable until the first time that there's just trash everywhere. <laughs> See, not as good. Not as good. That's all right. Um, but you got to love San Francisco just for the people. It's not about the animals. Uh, it's a like-minded city. Like, everybody sort of has that same awesome progressive mindset. Like, it's the only city in the world where I consider myself a feminist is an actual pickup line. A really common and ineffective pickup line. <laughs> but it's so like it's so diverse within that though. Like you could go to Van Ness and buy a two million dollar car from a refined British person, and then you could take that car three blocks into the tenderloin to get a four dollar blowjob. <laughs> from a refined British transvestite. <laughs> 
They're both named Benedict Cumberbatch for some reason. One just spells it a little more sexily. You can call me Benny Cums. I hope Benedict Cumberbatch's friends calls him Benny Cums because that's the coolest gangster name of all time. Don't piss off Benny Cums. All right, that's enough. Uh, thank you. Had to, thank God we kept the horn going. Uh, the, <laughs> no one here to enforce it, but let's make sure it's as distracting as humanly possible. Oh, man. Clowns are scary. Um, oh, Christ. Um, well, if you're not doing anything tomorrow, I'm just going to do a plug also. That's a good way to go, Ed. Uh, if you're not doing anything tomorrow, uh, come help me cheat at a comedy competition and clap louder than everybody else. Uh, it's going to be in Oakland at Spice Monkey, which is fun. Um, all right. Thank you so much, you guys. Give it up for Clay Newman. I have, I have tons of respect for you, man. Not everyone can pull off the neurotic racist, rapist look. So the next comic coming to the stage, I'm excited to see. You ready to rock this thing? You ready? Are you ready to burn this motherfucker down? Yes. Give it up for Rachel Raphael. He's correct. I'm actually just going to light everyone on fire. I'm Jewish. I have magical powers you guys don't know about. It's like every year after the high holidays for like a few weeks, Jews, we can just light shit on fire. We don't tell people this because I don't know. Um, so happy high holidays. Uh, yeah, Jewish stuff, it happened. Everyone's over it now. Uh, <laughs> but... um. The Jewish things and my having to explain like Jewish holidays to people, which is fine, got me thinking like, um, I mean, maybe you guys can tell by looking at me, but I'm an activist. And one of my main causes has been um, being an advocate for the male stripper movie. And my other cause I think is gonna be fighting ignorance with ignorance <laughs> because Here's the thing. One time, my cousin was a lifeguard in Walnut Creek, and she was wearing a Jewish star necklace, and apparently someone looked at her, pointed at the necklace, and said, hey, are you a Hanukkah? <laughs> I told her to say yes. She didn't. But also, like, how limiting is that? That's the only holiday. You know I'm Jewish, you just assume I'm a Hanukkah? Why am I not a Yom Kippur? Why am I not a Passover? Why am I not a Shamanana? One of those I just made up. <laughs> Why am I not a what Jews do on Christmas? That's exactly what I am. What did Jews do on Christmas? Basically, we like don't do anything and then we go eat Chinese food. <laughs> and I feel like that, that is probably like a decent summary of my personality. A little antisocial, a little lazy, but also fucking awesome. <laughs> like antisocial, lazy, and also like don't you wish you were just eating Chinese food and doing nothing right now? I don't have to talk to my parents right now. I don't have to go to this church thing you guys talk about. Um, but, but yeah, because, so I say fighting ignorance with ignorance because let me tell you something. If you tell people you don't know what day Christmas is, they look really freaked out and it really upsets them. And I'm like, you don't know when my holidays are. And everyone's like, why wouldn't you know Christmas? I'm so enthusiastic to know about a holiday that just excludes me. 
I'm so excited about it. Like, I really, let me put this on the calendar. This is about not you. Let's talk about it for three months. Like, I don't know, at some point, let's just make a Christmas song, and it's just like, instead of like Jack Frost nipping at your nose, it's just like, everyone's excited about a holiday. That isn't for you, because you're a Jew. I'm coming out with a new song. Uh, um, the other thing, so again, as we've all learned I'm an activist, we've all learned I'm a Jew. There's some other things you may, you might have already guessed about me. We're gonna find out. You know, just like keep a tally in your head. Uh, most, ovary, most of my ovaries, not there. <laughs> living in a pile of, basically living in a pile of trash for a month. I just moved to my parents' house, so now it's a much nicer pile of trash that I'm living in. I made the pile of trash. I just threw clothes on the floor. They did not bring me to a place with a pile of trash. My mom would be very upset if she thought I was saying that. But the other thing is that I'm a, I'm a minority in, besides being Jewish, in I'm a stacked American. These guys, the boobs. I've got them. They're big. That, and I understand that a stacked American sounds like a sandwich, and I'm fine with that, as long as it's two sliders suggestively busting out of sandwich paper. <laughs> Honestly, it sounds delicious. But a lot of people are li like, and I'm not gonna complain, because there are some fun things that happen. Look, I'm not saying that I didn't have a Facebook group about my boobs, and I didn't start it. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's not all wet t-shirt contests. Everyone's like, you must like kill it at the bars, and I'm like, no, because I'm awkward and my boobs are attached to me. <laughs> so that's the problem right there. Like, maybe if my boobs went to a bar by themselves, they could be super charming. I honestly don't know. This is, this is like an experiment I'm planning on doing. So it's like, okay, Nikki, you go to Polk Street. Svetlana, you go to the Mission. I'm going to put on a mustache and go to the Castro, and then we're all going to meet up and see what happens. <laughs> all right, thank you. <laughs> Give it up for Rachel Raphael. You are welcome to take your boobs to my face anytime you want, all right? I'm a fan. So our next three comics, that got awkward. So uh, the next three comics are we, Sam, um, yeah, and two other people. Okay, come on. <laughs> shit, I don't even know how I got on stage. I'm high as shit. I don't know. Everybody give it up for, uh, the, you know, the hipster. Uh, what's his name? Damn, blood, I'm so high. I forgot, I forgot the dude's name. You know, white man can't jump. Was Woody Harrelson, there you go. <laughs> Man, I feel bad for you too. Everybody be disobeying your little, you know what I'm saying, your little honker and shit. You people ain't got no respect. But that's how white people do. They'll just, you know, take over your land and say that there was nobody there before. <laughs> oh, oh, what Native Americans? Uh, we discovered this. Man, they, they trying to do that with my shit now. You know what I'm saying? I get it, man. White people are trying to steal hummus. It's fucked up, man. Stop trying to steal the hummus, man. That's all we got left. They already took the land. 
I know that lady back there Jewish, man. Get my land back, lady, please. You don't want Palestine like we do? No, I'm kidding, man. One time I thought my uncle looked like one of the Hamas leaders. I got scared of shit. I said, Dad, why are you talking to him? He's like, mind your business, son. This your uncle. I'm like, oh, fuck. The FBI going to be watching this meeting and shit. And they were. It was some white guy in a suit. That's why every time I see white dudes in suits, I get a little nervous. You know, I start trembling and shit like a $2 stripper. <laughs> Y'all not laughing at all. This shit is not funny. It's not funny. Man, shit. It's cool. I don't, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't do this and think I'm great. I, I know I ain't going to be making no money. You know what I'm saying? I rob old people. That's how I get my money. <laughs> That's what we learned in my old high school. You know what I'm saying? Breaking one on one. You get an education, not an education. <laughs> my counselor was like, thank God you can read at a fifth grade level, because most of the kids in your class only read at a third grade level. They stuck me in the kids with the, you know what I'm saying, with the helmets and shit, man. I thought I was gonna play defensive back. <laughs> man, I was so mad. I'm like, man, I can read. I can read. They're like, no, sit down, look at your leg. Like, fuck, man, I hate having cerebral palsy. You look like a pimp, but you ain't one. <laughs> you know, like, I see people coming, man, you must be a pimp. Nah, little homie, I'm just, I just got cerebral palsy. That means my right side don't work too well. <laughs> I see a lot of people ain't laughing. I'm like, oh, shit, man. I'm not laughing at that guy to send me to hell. <laughs> people try to be nice to me, you know what I'm saying? But I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I do some shady shit. I'm only confessing this because I'm on stage, but I really do rob old people, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I robbed this old bitch with Alzheimer's. God damn, she only had $9. I felt so bad. I'm like, she can't. But she won't remember it, you know what I'm saying? If I rob regular people, I'm not going to get away. You know what I'm saying? San Francisco's, you know what I'm saying? It was cool before. It really, you know, I'm not going to lie, it kind of sucks now. I mean, it's cool, but it's just been bleached out. God, man, there's so many white people. <laughs> I'll be like, man, fuck. And they think it's great. Oh, we're all techies and shit. I'll be like, man, I can't wait till this shit is over. But that's what happens, you know what I'm saying? They, they want to move back to their, you know what I'm saying, to their original land, so they kick all the colored people out of the city again. But they were here first of all. That's what happens when white people come through. They want their land back. It's like, you left. We don't care. You gotta get out, it's too expensive for you to live here. We ain't giving you no job. You know what I'm saying? They'll give me a job, I'll just make some hummus. They, you know what I'm saying? I'll just make some hummus. I don't like falafel though. I don't like that shit, man. Fuck a falafel. Look, look, I ain't gonna disrespect your time, man. It's all good, man. Give it up for Woody Harrelson, y'all. Give it up for WeSAM. And if you guys want to buy some weed, you know where to get it. <laughs> All right, so our next three comics are Joseph Ugalde. Did I get that right? Ugalde. Got it. Joseph Ugalde. Wildebeest and Jonah Pollock. 
Yeah, let's kill it. What's happening? What's happening? Radio Land. Oh, man. <clears throat> oh, oh, there's some women in here now. Look at this. It's, feel, it's not a sausage fest anymore. It's not. Ladies, how are you? So, so. Yeah, thanks. What's your name? Yeah. Brittany. Brittany. You're lovely. Yeah. Don't get any ideas, though, Brittany. I am old enough to be your financially stable new boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm sick of dating, though. The thing is, everyone wants to put a label on themselves, you know? Uh, I saw this woman online. She described herself as sapiosexual. Have you heard of that? Sapiosexual? Uh, and I thought, wow, she's narrowed it down to homo sapiens. I thought, this is a standard I can meet. Um, but then I Googled it. Turns out sapiosexual is someone who is turned on by intellect. Turned on by intellect. And I'm thinking, it takes a lot of nerve for her to go on there and say, I, unlike the rest of you idiots out there, am turned on by intellect. I'm thinking, if she's that smart, she would have known what an asshole this makes her look like. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't believe in labels. That's the thing, you know? Uh, my last girlfriend was polyamorous. Yeah. I just wish she had told me. It's, it's rough. It's rough. Uh, did you hear the folks at Taco Bell made a big announcement? Uh, they are going to try something new on an experimental basis, uh, start serving beer and wine at the Taco Bell r restaurants. Yes. About time, huh? Well, they're going to start off on a trial basis, though. So they want to start off in one city, uh, see how it goes. And that city is San Francisco. That's right. That's right. It makes sense, though, because uh, we don't have fine dining or quality Mexican food in San Francisco. So Taco Bell to the rescue. That's what I like. Thank you. Nick of time. I'm thinking, is this going to be like a, like a romantic evening out at the fancy new Taco Bell? You know, you're going to sit down in a booth with candlelight, say, uh, yes, waiter, I'd like five Doritos Locos, uh, three double stuffed chalupas, Mexican pizza for the lady, and a 1982 Chateau Lafitte Rothschild. Thank you. Unless you could recommend a better pairing. Well, sir, let me talk to Ramon. He's our tamalier. That's <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, anyway, so look for the new upscale Taco Bell opening soon. It's going to be called Mexican Laundry. Yeah. That's true. Did you ever go through a uh, goth phase when you were a teenager? Goths? You know what that is? There's one. I know. Dress all in black. You're still doing it. Listen to really depressing music, you know? Yeah. Did you know that one day a year there's a goth day at Disneyland? This is an actual thing. <laughs> this is a real thing. Uh, you can look it up. Um, all the goth kids descend on Disneyland for one day. And at first, the Disneyland, they were a little freaked out, you know. Uh, but it's been a few years, so they're going with the flow now, you know. So on that day, Minnie Mouse wears black lipstick and torn fishnets. Uh, Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh is like, oh, yeah, these are my people. Uh, uh, the popular ride that day is It's a Small and Meaningless World. Mm -hmm. yeah, I know. The thing is, though, um, the sign on the rides that says no cutting in line takes on a whole new meaning on goth day. <laughs> That's right. 
Oh, a cutting joke. That was rough. That was rough. That was rough. Been having some sleeping problems. Uh, the doctor says I, I may have sleep apnea. You know that is? Your throat relaxes so much when you're asleep, you actually stop breathing during the night. He says, uh, well, usually it happens to obese people, but other things can cause it. He says, do you, do you take sleeping pills? And I said, only when I can't sleep. He says, how often is that? I said, every night. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, do you drink alcohol before bed? I said, really, doctor? I'm not an idiot. <laughs> how else would I wash down the sleeping pills? <laughs> so he says, all right, stop the sleeping pills. You can still drink, but you have to stop four hours before bedtime. So I said, uh, okay, I can do that. So now my new bedtime is 6 a.m. <laughs> that's right, that's right. One last thing. Um, my last apartment, I, ha I had a mouse problem. That's why I finally had to move. Mice everywhere. I could hear them in the walls squeaking. It was horrible. I tried the humane traps, tried the deadly traps. They wouldn't fall for anything. And then I came up with an idea. I said, I'm gonna go to the pet store, get my own mouse, strap him with explosives and send him into the hole on a suicide mission. That's right. Thing is, uh, once he got in there, he saw the other mice and they turned him. Yeah. So I'm like, great, now I've added to their number and now they're armed. <laughs> so I should have known. I spent $3 on that mouse. He goes in and becomes a member of Mises. That was, that was bad, I'll admit that was bad. If you laughed at that joke, you are not a sapiosexual. That's right. All right, gang, I'm out of here. Give it up again for Joseph Ugaldi. Very funny. I love terrorist, fucking any terrorist jokes. I don't know why. Okay, we're all fans of terrorism. All right, your next comic to come to the stage is Wildebeest. Give it up for Wildebeest. Yeah! Thank you, Jet. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> so, I wore this shirt to give you a little PSA, because I'm telling you, you don't want to be an adult. Run away from it, stay young, do not become an adult. Yeah. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. They tell you at 16 you could drive. Who the fuck wants to drive? Probably everybody, right? They tell you 18 you're gonna vote? For what? It doesn't matter. They tell you at 21 you could drink, you're already drinking. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? But here it is, know this, know this, because when you get past 21, you start thinking about relationships. Uh-oh, and then if you have a kid, oh my God, take it from me, I'm a mistake. <laughs> Don't do it. My brother, he's definitely a mistake. My uncle has told us that my other uncle was definitely a mistake. Thank God he's dead, because we corrected that mistake. And my, and my uncle has told me that my mother is a mistake, but my mother has told me my uncle's a mistake. And I'm just like, yo, none of us are fucking supposed to be here. Like, 
Save yourself. Do not grow up. Stay young. Don't get a job. A fucking job. I just forgot about the most horrible thing you could do. Like, run away from these things. All right, that's my PSA for the t- tonight. And if you stay young, I'll get you one of these shirts. All right, whatever. So I had this interesting thing happen to me when I'm skating down the street. So I'm skating down, this, this woman with a dog is like walking across, and I kind of just get around her, and the dog's like, I'm like, train that bitch as I'm going by. And I say it really loud, and the whole, like everybody's like, dude, maybe no one's taught her how to cross the street yet. I'll wait for it, I'll wait for it, I'll wait for it, all right, I don't know. So I recently went to like one of these haircut schools that like, um, you know, they'll cut your, cut your hair for whatever. <laughs> so I, I'm in there and the girl's cutting it and you know, it's whatever. And uh, so then she's like, you wanna trim your beard? I'm like, you know what, I've, I've never had my beard trimmed. Yeah, f- yeah, let's do it. And she, you know, the guy comes over and she starts doing it. And also I feel this like, Heat, real heat on my skin. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? And, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm bleeding. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm all good. I'm, I'm out of here. I go over and I'm like starting to walk out. And, and the lady at the counter is like, whoa, you got to pay. And I'm like, what? I'm like, you see my face? You fucked up my face and now you want me to pay? She's like, whoa, your face was fucked up when you walked in here. <laughs> I was like, really? Uh, Okay, <laughs> how much? Um, what else can I tell you? What else can I do here? Oh, so I put a skirt on tonight, if you have noticed. Last week I made some observations. I had no material, so I just wore a dress all day. Made some good, uh, good, good observations. But uh, so tonight, this guy comes up to me and he's like, you know, and he's kind of hitting on me. I'm like, no, nah, sorry, dude. I just wear the dress for effect, you know what I mean? Like, and he's like, he's like, well, why are you wearing a dress? And I'm like, because oh, I'm trying to make my ass not look as big. But thanks for noticing. Men, right? Right. I mean, men, like, somebody needs to train them. Uh, another observation I made wearing a skirt without the pants was... I opened the cupboard and I was like, <laughs> there was cockroaches and I was like, holy shit. Like my first reaction was like, holy shit. And then my second reaction was, holy shit. Like, you know what I mean? You women are brave. There's like all these flying things out there and, and bugs and, and you guys just wear these skirts. That's like fucking brave. And I mean, if you throw the men in that, you know, with the bugs and the flying things, like you're really fucking brave. I don't know. All right, I try. <laughs> Thank you, Mutiny Radio. I love you. Yeah. Give it up for Will the Beast. He's watching the door, being a good human. So if you're just tuning in, um, my name is Jet Black. I'm guest hosting tonight for Pam. She is... Uh, she is running in the national convention. She's going she's gonna to run up against Hillary, so she's out on the campaign trail. So 
I, I think it would be nice if some, some people could start donating, like uh, vote for Pam shirts or Pam for president. So hopefully we'll have those next week. All right, your next comic to come to the stage is Jonah Pollock. Okay. So, the next three comics are Dro, Sean McKenzie, and Jason Balforth. Balforth. So give it up for Dro. Like it, man. I've seen a lot of good comics tonight, man. Never did I realize that the white struggle is real, guys. The fucking white struggle. You guys know what the white struggle is? Is hiding all that privilege, man. <laughs> Who would have thought you just had to grow a beard and fucking live in the park? Who? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck. Whatever. Just alienating half my audience. <laughs> I, I don't know. And I kind of, kind of like the young white comics, man. It's like, I, not today, but I generally hear. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't mean it like that. I like that. But in general, like, like I always feel like the white comics always tell jokes about how fucking ethnic food makes them shit their pants. Like, I swear I always hear jokes about how spicy Indian food makes white dudes shit their pants. I've heard a lot of jokes about how Mexican food makes white dudes shit their pants. KFC, you guessed it, sir. White dudes, they shit their pants. It's like, I get it, white comics, you guys have a weakness. Tasty food and sunlight. I think we could take them, y'all. Fuck, I don't know. I did that joke in Oakland. They treated me like I was Rudy, man. They put me on their shoulders, started chanting my name. <laughs> Just being tastefully racist. I don't know. Man, I'm being stupid. Uh, here's a stupid one. I, I'm getting used to having a girlfriend. I don't know. I, I don't, yeah, you too? You're getting used to it too? It's weird, right? Does she send you like weird like loving text messages? Yeah. What does she send you, dude? Where the fuck are you? I don't sound loving at all. My girlfriend does stuff like she's sending me like I love and the letter U, you know, because she's pretty creative like that. <laughs> and I respond, I don't know what to respond with, so I put like I love you and the number two, you know? <laughs> and like now she thinks I love her, but the only person I really love is fucking Bono and the sweet medallies of the edge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right, her. I can live with or without. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> That's a stupid joke, but my mom actually fucking loves it, like, you know? She's like, that's my boy telling them you two jokes. Fucking <laughs> stupid, I don't know. I'm fucking, I'm not doing drugs anymore. I'm not drinking, this is my, my second day of sobriety, guys. <laughs> don't clap at it, dude. I'm kind of disappointed because my life is actually going good. <laughs> So that means like I've just been a piece of shit for like 14 years. <laughs> and now I'm discovering that I got potential, guys. <laughs> got fucking potential, Sean McKenzie. <laughs> oh, yeah. This, ah, you can't. I just talked about sobriety and you lift your drink at me. <laughs> I get respect from the white comics, guys. <laughs> I don't know. Fuck. I should put this mic up for all my dick jokes. I don't know. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm just, this is what happens when you don't write j shit down, dude. I have nothing to talk about. I guess I could talk about my girlfriend and my experiences. I feel like, uh, I don't know, I feel like she's great. <laughs> you know what, I, I feel it, 
I'm feeling kind of good, guys, because she's sick right now, and that means I get to do whatever the fuck I want this weekend. Like, like I'm going to plan some shit, guys. Like, I'm going to go to a movie that I want to see. I'm going to get that popcorn and put as much butter as I want. That's right, sir, and some titties pop out. I ain't covering my eyes, guys. <laughs> Fucking sick. <laughs> fuck. I don't know. <laughs> whatever, whatever. Uh, I just started driving. Any of you guys drive in this city? You drive. I drive your old car. <laughs> Fucking drive Clay's old car. And <laughs> somebody already broke it to my window. <laughs> somebody crashed my car. Somebody like hit me and then took off, guys. And I was like low on gas and I couldn't even chase them. I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> just off, yeah, that's the real struggle, dude. I had no gas. Oh, my God. I, so anyway, guys, I'm trying to park my car. I'll get off on this. And, like, I'm, like, struggling to find a parking spot, and I see somebody pulling out of their spot. And I did what everybody does. I put my, my light signal on, my turn signal, and as that car pulled out, another car took my, like, cut me off and took my spot. And right there, I just lost it. I had all this inner barrio rage that I've been suppressing for years just coming out. I just started honking my horn, throwing up gang signs. Like, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. Get the fuck out of your car. And I was just hoping that it wasn't some big, strong, muscular man behind, behind that wheel of that Subaru. And I just see the door open, and it was just some little old Asian lady just scared out of her mind. And she's like, I'm sorry, mister. I didn't see your blinker. And then she got back in her car, pulled out, and left. And I was stunned, sir, just like you are. I just scared this old lady. I didn't know what to say. But then I was like, that's right, bitch. I still got it. <laughs> Fucking still got a little bit of thug in me. All right, guys, my name is Dro. Give it up to Jet. Give it up for Drew. Yeah, it's funny because uh, my mom called me the other day and said that some some Mexican guy was yelling at her, and fucking I don't know. So uh, next comic coming to the stage is Sean McKenzie. Driving's for suckers. How's it going, new friends? Not what, what? Not enough glasses in this room. I feel like I feel comfortable when there's a lot of my people around. You know what I mean? Too many fucking two eyes. Actually, it's getting better. Thanks, Krasner tipped the balance a little bit. Extra, extra set of eyes. Any of you guys wearing contacts or had laser eye surgery? Yeah, fucking traitors. When the revolution against the two eyes begins, you will all be the first against the wall. <laughs> I, lo I, I realize I got glasses pretty late. I went like third grade, which isn't that late, but for how shitty my vision is, it's a terrifying world when I take my glasses off. I can't see shit. And uh, I think it kind of fucked with me. I'm just recently realizing like my struggle with eye contact I'm doing pretty well at these days. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it began because you spend everybody with glasses or contacts, whatever. We spent part of our life where we cannot see shit, but we don't know that that's the case. Because you know, your brain lies to you. 
and tells you everything's fine. I mean, like, I was 11 years, uh, you know, nine years old or whatever. I thought I was fucking pretty much Batman Ninja Turtles. I had way better than average vision. I was sure of that shit. There's no doubt in my mind. By the way, Joe, I was really upset that you had a good set. I'm running out of comics to smoke weed with, man. Everyone's getting their life together. It's bullshit. <laughs> Don't learn lessons, Dro. Don't do it. Uh, so, I don't know. When you're a kid, the world is confusing and terrifying. Like, I remember going to uh, uh, an art exhibit one time. It was about childhood. And they had a sculpture of a dog that was, like, this fucking big. And I'm like, I don't really get what does this have to do. And then I realized, holy shit, that's right. When you're a toddler, dogs are bigger than horses are to us now. <laughs> you understand how terrifying the world is? So your brain has to tell you, you're fine. You're fine. Nobody else can see what's on the chalkboard either. Your teacher's a liar. Right? Your dad's disappointed because you don't like baseball. He doesn't understand. Those are just smudges gesturing at each other. <laughs> Fucks with you. Like, I, I think that's my correlation between glasses and nerddom. Is because that's why so many nerds have glasses because we spent part of our life where we were only interested in shit was this far away or closer. <laughs> <laughs> you know what fits in there? Books, comic books, video games, not women. <laughs> and it fucked me up for eye contact because I would just stare at people's faces because I couldn't see that they saw me. They're <laughs> just smudges. I remember in sixth grade, because by the way, got glasses in third grade, figured out that eye contact existed in sixth grade. <laughs> three years where I put them on, I looked so many eyes, my brain went, you know what, that's a little much. Let's try that again later. <laughs> three years later, I remember looking at Morgan, Morgan Brown. Oh, I was, oh wait, this is on the internet. Murphy Bejeebles. Uh, and I was looking at beautiful Murphy Bejeebles. And I was like, God, she's gorgeous. I was just staring at her fucking face like a weirdo. And then she looked at me and like was like, like what the fuck? You just stared at me? And I went, oh, God, they can see me seeing them. <laughs> I hadn't known until that moment. So I've tried to avoid eye contact. <laughs> Do any of you guys also have the anxiety? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrate that shit. Celebrate it. It's exciting, man. It's exciting as fuck. I, I will never need to go bungee jumping. I have all the excitement I need. <laughs> Every day. That's why I, I treat it that way, like a roller coaster, too. That's why you might see me one day nervous and quiet in the corner at a party, and I'll just put my hands and be like, Woo! <laughs> Anxiety. Okay, bye. Give it up for Sean McKenzie. Yeah. Hey, man, I got to be honest. You remind me a lot of me as a virgin. You want to come up and roast me real quick? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Come on up here. Come on up here. Oh, my God. Oh, let's go head and toe. What's up with this fucking hat, man? Why do bicyclists wear this hat? It doesn't keep the sun out of your eyes, which is a fundamental purpose of a hat. It's like a turn signal. Like, the hat just goes up, and it's like, oh, I'm kind of a prick. I, w I, w I 
will be running this red light on my fixed gear. Fixed gear? He was giving me shit for having a geared bicycle. This town is full of hills. What's wrong with you? It's just a commitment to be an asshole. The beard and the glasses. Oh, man. You, it's, it's, I understand why you'd want to ape Kyle Kinane, but you got to be funny, too, man. Plaid. How did this become the uniform? Fucking Kirk, like there was a music scene that was popular in Seattle back in the day, and now assholes are still wearing plaid in California. It's fucking hot here. Those are based, <laughs> just cause they're long pants rolled up doesn't mean they're not capris. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Hey, this is called irony, all right? This is fucking irony. Sorry you didn't get it. All right, so um, we, have, we have a special news break. Special report, breaking news. Hey, I just want to say, next Friday, bring your sleeping bags. We are going to be having a roving comedy sleepout comedy jam where we're just going to go out, stay out all night, find crowds, and just tell them jokes all fucking night. And then we're going to sleep out. I'll bring the drugs. Don't, uh, don't bring your wallet because he's going to take it. <laughs> uh, oh, come on, man. All right. So, um, you know, like, Pam's not here right now. And I just, I just want to give her a shout out because maybe she's, she's probably not listening. <laughs> but, but why don't we just say, Pam, we miss you or some shit like that, all right? Ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Pam, we miss you! All right, that was good. Yeah. So the next comic coming to the stage is Jason Baumforth. I'm glad Wilder knows where to get drugs, because I sure as hell don't. Um, <laughs> you ever find out your grandma smokes weed? Is that first for, uh, first for anyone else but me? No? Yeah. You find out that you turn into Little Red Riding Hood? Walk into the house, you see grandma's bong on the table. Like, Grandma, what's this glass vase for? Oh, that's where I put my flowers, dear. Grandma, why does your house smell so funny? It's because I'm old. Grandma. Why are your eyes so red? Oh, it's because I've been focusing too much. Like, it's, you're expecting her to like turn around and then, you know, give you the homie hookup because that glaucoma stash is, it's good shit, man. Have you ever noticed that medical dispensaries have some of the like craziest fucking names for their marijuana? I found one the other day, Sofa Seducer. I don't know if I have that many hours in a day to smoke something called Sofa Seducer. I was wondering if there was a cousin brand, couch fucker. I don't know. I mean, you're seducing your sofa. You might as well get some love on the love seat. I mean, is there a whole furniture brand? That would be amazing. <laughs> I got a job recently. Yeah. I'm working stiff again because, you know, all, all this wasn't paying the bills. <laughs> so I called all my friends and family, and I was like, yeah, I got a new job. I called my mom. I was like, yeah, mom, got a new job. She's like, oh, so McDonald's called you back? No, bitch, McDonald's didn't call me back. I don't know how I feel about that. I got a job at a porn store. I walked in and didn't look like I smoked meth. That's a true story. 
I walked into the store. It had a now hiring sign. The manager did this. You're hired. <laughs> Easiest job interview ever, I'll tell you right there. No pressure. It's not a, lot of, uh, not a lot of competition, though, when the cops are wheeling out a guy with a pants around his ankles, you know, screaming like, oh, so you're hiring. Not, not the stiffest competition. <laughs> I find that internet culture is getting a little too ridiculous. I found out that um, I had a friend. He went to jail. Yeah, I have that kind of caliber of friends. No, um, he went to jail, right? And he said, uh, I had a horrible time. It was a bad place. I'm going to leave in a bad Yelp review. To which I said, jails don't have Yelp pages. No, jails totally have Yelp pages. Yeah, you can look this shit up. It is there. And th his particular jail, four stars would recommend to a friend. I don't, I don't want to know how that review came into existence is the first question. I'm going to talk shit about my mom some more. <laughs> so uh, you ever have a parent that thinks something about you, but they're not exactly wanting to come out and say it? I think for the longest time my mom thought I was gay. I'm not. And she, would, uh, she, she had a really brilliant way of coming about and saying that she thought this. She would uh, hand me books and literature about gay men coming out of the closet and living their life and having a good time. And I was just kind of like, that's, that's, that's great. Until one point where I had to sit my mom down and I said, hey mom, I don't think you realize this. I'm not gay. And she said, but you don't bring any girls home because you tell them I'm gay. <laughs> and I have enough trouble with my game as it is. Do you know that porcupines can climb trees? No. Yeah, they can fucking climb trees. That's the fun fact of the day. <laughs> Another part of internet culture that's getting out of hand are all these internet, you know, fucking change.org petitions. I find that you know, like, oh, I want to be a decent person. I'm not that decent, because you can sign one for something you care about, but then they'll send you 30 more. And I just found out that I cannot give that much of a fuck about too many things. I can give a fuck about enough. You know, Syrian refugees, sure. Black Lives Matter, great. Honk me. Yeah. <laughs> Cecil the Lion? I don't care about Cecil the Lion. When was the last time you heard about a lion doing something nice for someone else? Fucking never. Lions have never been nice guys. Lions, douchebags of the jungle, not kings. Oh, man. You ever just smoke a bowl and then start contemplating Google? And then you start Googling and then you find out answers to shit that you never really cared about? Found out today that Acme from Warner Brothers cartoon stands for American Corporation Manufacturing Everything the more you know. <laughs> At which point I also found out that that is trademarked, so if Sears ever gets on the ball, they can't call themselves Acme now. I'm gonna leave it on that. Jason Bountforth, everybody. So yeah, that's not, that's not called, um, you know, not being gay, that's called uh, denial, so just when you, when you get that, get that together. So, so our next comics coming to the stage is Trina, Zach Wiseman, and Steve Rush. So give it up for Trina! Thank you. 
Because you're smiling at me like the Cheshire cat. I was like looking down at my phone and I looked up and you're like, I wasn't expecting that. Sorry. That's, it was an element of surprise for me. I didn't know we were, th- also surprising, I didn't know we were roasting. I didn't know we could do that tonight. Wildebeest, you want to grow up? L- you're like the tallest dude here. <laughs> like, I don't, you don't want to grow I like, too late for that. Like, I don't know. I'm reverting. <laughs> <laughs> I s- anyway, um, I love how uh, Clay Newman um, thinks that because his name is Clay Newman and he has a funny voice, that means um, he's obligated to look like the singer Meatloaf. That's all I got. I found out late in the game we could roast. It's spot on. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody's just roasting me. Oh, it's just you? I love your idea for the, um, the lettuce condoms. Like, yeah. I always thought it was a bad thing to find a worm in your lettuce. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm, uh, you know... I told Pam I wasn't going to be working on my cat set anymore, so she's not here, and fuck it. Yeah, right? Like, I got to work it out. Like, I'm so sorry, but anyway. So I'm 46, single, don't have any kids, and that's awesome, Wildebeest. It's like the next best thing to not growing up, honestly. It's just that people will tell you to your face, you should get a cat. Right? Wildebeest, it's not my time. I, I can't. What? I'm too young you to are. be a cat lady. That's right. Don't go there. Uh, so I got a rescue cat. No, I got a rescue cat. I did it. I know. Uh, <laughs> I was going to practice. Okay, fine. I fucked the cat stuff. Um, I had an exciting week this week. Uh, there was a mouse in the bedroom. <laughs> the I was like playing. I could not let the cat get it, though. I was like playing double agent, like making the cat think that it was one plate and then like trying to get them. I mean, I was not looking to have black cat guts all over the place. So, um... I don't know what happens to cats. They're so cute when they're kittens. And then uh, there's like a big disconnect between kitten and cat. Like somehow they're always cast as a Disney villain. You feel me? I love that. (laughs) Right? Like they're the hot chick of the animal kingdom. Super cute, but like they just look at you like, yeah, look at all the cuteness. Look at all this I got going on, right? Like, I'm pretty sure their agent sends them to the supporting critter interviews or casting calls, and they get there and like, oh, my God, you're so cute. Oh, it's so, yeah, it's just, I mean, just read it. It's a formality. You're so cute, right? And then they're done with the audition. They're good. Like, oh, no. What happened? I don't... Is it the snake eyes? I think it's the snake eyes. Is that what it is? Uh, fine. I don't, I'm not going to keep that. I don't know. Uh, let's see. What else? So I, I was really... Insp- I was reading about Diana Vreeland, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring... I'm going to, like... I'm just going to have to just 
bring the intellect up a little bit. Like, it's like girl intellect, though. So I'm like, you're not missing out on anything. I know, right? <laughs> so so I, was, I was reading a book about uh, the fashion editor of Vogue in the 60s by the name of Diana Vreeland. Um, and in her living room, she has, like, chinois everything. And chinois is like a dark background with a floral print on it. Okay, so she's got red chinois wallpaper, the same pattern, couch, cur like everything. I, it's the most redundant decorating idea I've ever, right? So I was, I was um, inspired by that. I was like, well, how could I make, I, I had to put these four photographs on one of my walls. What could I do here? So I was like, well, the cat sleeps at the end of the bed, so I put four cat pictures of the cat sleeping at the end of the bed, like at the end of the bed. And then I went to uh, Paxton Gate and I got a uh, taxidermy mouse medal and put it on one of the. No, all right. It's the cute. What? All right. Like she's like a mouse champion, and then the next day I get a, a mouse running. I, I think uh, you'd think that that would scare the mice off, right? Like a taxidermy mouse, wildebeest. I, I could, could I ask for an any more responsive audience? Thank you, guys. Give it up for Trina. Thank you for that delightful hairball. All right, so our next three comics are Zach Wiseman, Steve Rush, and Joel Spears. So give it up for Zach Wiseman. Hi, guys. Hi, how are you? Mm. I'm making asparagus because it's, like, healthy, I think. One second. Oh man. Hey everybody, how are you? Hmm? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. I'd make fun of Jack Black. What do you what do you call yourself? I'd make fun of that guy, but it's hack already. It fucking already became <laughs> a shitty thing to do. So I'm not gonna do that. What I am gonna do, I'm gonna do some impressions. I have somebody uh give me some impressions to do. So um this is a mad fifth grade scientists. How how do I make this volcano shoot iguana sharks? Okay, that's mad. Fifth grade scientist. This is uh, a gay guy going trying to go back in the closet. This is a gay guy. Uh, look, Tom, I know I fucked you and uh, you're in my ass, but uh, remember that hypnosis thing we went to a while ago? Uh, apparently, uh, I've been hypnotized to fuck anybody that says, "Do you want to fuck me?" So I don't know. That's okay. That's a gay guy. <laughs> Hypnotism. Uh, okay, this is a hunter that uh, just shot another hunter. All right, this is a hunter that just shot another hunter. Uh, I think I'm going to have to call George about this. This is a, okay, it's a George Bush joke. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is uh, a lunch lady who pisses in the food. All right, this is a, hey, Tommy, uh, enjoy the macaroni and cheese and tell your mom who tried to get me fired I said hi. Okay, this is... <laughs> Uh, let's see. This is what's uh, this is uh <laughs> this is a Benihana's chef's night fight. All right, <laughs> this is a wait, hold on. All right, uh, ding 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 
Have an egg. <laughs> he grabbed the other guy's Alright, there we go. That's that one. <laughs> Alright, this is this is uh, a bear who figured out how to use nets. This is a bear who figured out how to use nets. Uh, hey other bear! You're fuck you're an idiot! <laughs> you fucking moron! Hey, check this out! I got I got tons of them. I just hang out, uh, collect berries with my sack of fish. And it's he also speaks English. The bear didn't understand anything he said. Uh, this is a girl trolling for rape. Uh, yeah, I would like uh, seven shots, and you could just sit around the bar for a while. I just like just all around. Okay, that's a girl trolling to you for rape. <laughs> this is this is a mailman. Uh, watching an office. Oh, this is a mailman watching an. Aff I have horrible handwriting. This is a mailman watching an affair and jerking it because he also looks at the mail. This is kind of complicated, all right? Uh, he he reads all the mail uh, that these people get, right? Uh, and and he's also watching an affair. So he's reading the love letters the man is sending to his wife while he's watching the wife have an affair and he's jerking off, right? God, this guy really loves her. That's so fucking sad. It's probably the saddest thing I've ever heard. Like, like he wants his soul to be reincarnated in another person and then meet her. That's fucking, God, that guy has a big dick. Look at that dick. Fuck that lady. This is goddamn I don't know if I'm going to come like this. But I'm strangely enjoying it. Okay, that's that one. <laughs> I think I did all those. Okay. Um, I'm out of impressions. Okay, this is... This is an impression of my mom. Alright, this is my mom. Uh, hey, I'm a stupid cunt! I, I'm in a uh, simultaneously abusive and neglectful relationship because I'm too much of a coward to die alone. Or even make friends. Or leave the house ever. Because I'm a fucking cunt. Okay, that's my mom. Okay, here's, here's an impression of someone who loves my mom. Well, obviously I'm not Zach Wiseman. Okay, uh... <coughs> Here's, here's an impression of someone who loves my mom in the future. Uh, I'm Zach Wiseman, but my mom left me a lot of money. Okay, then here's, here's another impression of someone who loves my mom in the future. Uh, God, I'm Zach Wiseman's brother, and Zach Wiseman was a cunt to his mom his whole life. Okay, then here's... Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. All right, I'm going to not do impressions anymore. I'm just going to tell you something I learned today. I learned that uh, John Carpenter's first movie, uh, his first like feature film, he made for film school, and then and then uh, like a movie studio bought it, and I was like, holy fuck, that's got to be like a B plus, right? At least, like that's like that's like uh, okay, that's like do, doing a doing a science fair thing, and then getting a grant from NASA. <laughs> that's amazing. All right, I'm out of here. <laughs>
Zach Wiseman, everybody. I can't say anything about your mom now because you're gone. Okay. <laughs> All right. So our next comics coming to the stage are Francesca Fiorentini. Did I get that right? And uh, Richard Cervate. And I can't pronounce your name. Okay. So, well, welcome to the stage, French. Oh, oh, wait. It, sorry, it's Steve Rush. <laughs> Are you guys all right? Yeah. Has your you guys want to speak a little louder out there? Uh, how's you guys this Friday going? Going good. My my Friday's going all right. I uh, I tried something new today. I uh, I uh, held in a fart, and then I uh, I took a shower, and then I lathered up my ass in the shower with soap, and then I uh, tried to blow a try to blow a bubble with the fart. <laughs> something new I'm trying out. Any, anybody ever tried that? You tried that? Yeah. Any pointers? <laughs> All right, let's do it. <laughs> nice little uh, Q&A on farting in the shower. Uh, what else? Oh uh, yeah. Oh man. Last couple of days, I've been uh, I've been on on the on the streak of morning boners. And I'm a, and then I have to like sprint to the bathroom to pee, and I can't pee because it's spraying on me. So I have to come up with new methods of peeing. And so one of the methods that I'm trying out is it's like a fountain. You like you stand like kind of adjacent to like the toilet and you kind of just like bring it up like near your chest and it kind of just like <laughs> shoots down. But you could you could get creative with it though. You could like bend over and then like backboard like a basketball like shoot it off your chest. Kind of just like fucking hit the square. You know? <laughs> Jesus, I love that shit. No, I, I know I gotta take a piss, man. I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. Look, he's my. Is he really about to try that shit? Hey, open that door. Open it up. <laughs> now you gotta. No, just give it. You don't even have to. You could do it outside if you want. You don't have to. This turned into like a fucking tutorial, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the fucking, yeah. The Mutiny Radio tutorial on how to piss on yourself. Is it weird to uh, talk on the phone with your mom while you're naked? Yes. It's weird? Yes. It's, like, it's kind of like my way of like, it's like payback. When I was a little kid, I used to run around naked, white as fuck. You know, my mom was like, put some fucking clothes on. Now I just like talking on the phone with her. Naked because she doesn't know. <laughs> I was thinking it'd be weird if I just started like jacking off. Not even like, <laughs> like the sound, <laughs> like the sound of her like, Steve, when are you coming home? Just like, you know. 
<laughs> That'd be weird. What? That's like another level of like pedophile. That's not even like getting off to your mom. That's not even like a category on like porn Pornhub, is it? It's weird, isn't it? I kind of like the idea of it, though. I want a woman who's into that. Like, I want my. That's not a thing on Pornhub, is it? Like, your mom's in the room while you're fucking. You guys aren't. You guys are like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> For real? Let's hear it. Is that is that your girl? Your girl's probably like, don't, don't. Uh, all right, I'll close with this one. Uh, I uh, I, I'm not gay. But uh, when I see an attractive guy, I like to fantasize about what kind of pussy he gets. <laughs> you know, like, well, even if he's gay, like, I'll fantasize about a dick, I guess. <laughs> but, like, it's kind of hard because I've only seen, like, a handful of dicks, like, in my lifetime. Like, of, like, in my face, kind of. Not in my face, but. <laughs> yeah. <you know. laughs> Who cares if, it, if it's a. It's not gay. If it's in your face, it's not. You have to lick it to be gay, I guess, right? Loopholes. Yeah, there's loopholes in sucking dick. I love, I love saying that sentence. Uh, I've only seen a handful of dicks. Cause you guys, cause you guys don't know what I mean by it. You guys, I mean like I could see like someone was running around with like a handful, like hey. <laughs> or like, like I've only seen like a handful, like an array of dicks. All right, guys, that's my time. Thank you. Steve Rush, everybody, give him a hand full of dicks. Give him a hand full of dicks. All right, next comment coming up to the stage is Francesca Fiorentini. We good? Hi, guys. Uh, Thanks for being here and staying here and, and just, you know, let's all hold hands <clears throat> with our really depressive, self-hating souls. No, I'm kidding. Um, this mutiny, if we, this is my first time at Mutiny Radio. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thank you. Um, I am trying to not use my smartphone as much because I think it's unhealthy to have uh, you know, just like Facebook and Instagram and Snapchat and WhatsApp and you know all these things all the time, uh, every single moment notification. So I just want to stop, and so I've decided instead to wean myself off of it. I've I've just started keeping a rock in my pocket, and I I take it out and look at it every two minutes, and it just says, "People like you." serves the same purpose. <laughs> it really does. Uh, do you guys, you know, I feel like uh, my, my cell phone etiquette is shit. Like, it's really, really shit. Um, like, I, I don't text while driving, um, but I drive while texting. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just, but I, I'm conscientious about it. You know, like, every time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm safe. Every time I pass one of those white bicycles that commemorates, you know, a fallen biker, sir, um, I, I make sure to Instagram it every single time. Uh, 
Shout out to the fallen bikers of San Francisco. And but my cell phone etiquette is shit. Like, you know, remember, remember four, like when cell phones first came out and you were just kind of embarrassed to like answer it. You're like, you know, like, hello? Hi, I can I call you back? You know, uh, you know, I was always very embarrassed, very nervous, like answer the phone and, and talk on the phone in public. And now I'm just like, yeah, no, no, the discharge is gone. Um, but it still it still hurts when I pee. Yeah, I know. <laughs> D- discharge. No, normal. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, I have my own bag. Thanks. That's great. I'll just. All right. Yeah, I did that recently. Poor checkout guy. Um, I'm married, and uh, it's weird because a lot of people think that you marry someone, you end up with someone who looks like you, you know, like someone who could be your brother or your sister, and that's so gross to me. It's so weird that people end up with people who look exactly like them, who could be their brother. My husband looks nothing like my brother, but he looks like my dad. Um, Makes sense. I have I have daddy issues. I do. I can't see one and not want to fuck them. <laughs> um, the, dads are hot, and it's it's hard on. It's something weird and hormonal where you know your brain says like you see a, a guy, a dad on the street by himself with his kid. He's maybe checking you out. He sh- I should think he's creepy. I should think this guy's kind of slimy. But <laughs> instead, all I'm thinking is. Mm, you could knock me up and use our kids to pick up women any day. <laughs> yeah. DILFs are hot. I don't care, but it's fucked up. It's, it's, it's wrong. DILFs are hot. Um, I'm actually now following a Instagram, in addition to the White Bicycles Instagram profile of, called DILFs of Disneyland. <laughs> you follow it, follow it. It's amazing how far they've come with dads. I mean... Dads have really come a long way these days, you know. You got dads with beards, you got dads with tattoos, you got dads who parent. It's incredible. Uh, I'm tired and I haven't heard the bell, the, do it. Thank you. Um, that's my, that's my ride home, guys. So thank you all so much and I'll see you next Friday. Give it up for Francesca Fiorentini. How are you doing tonight, sweet cheeks? Yeah, you are good. You're a good motherfucker. All right, next comic coming to the stage is Richard Cervate. Thank you, thank you, sir. Hello. Guys, uh, okay. Hey, guys. Hey, guy. Um. Beast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dude, a, a couple days ago, I saw someone buying weed on the street. I was like, dude, what year is this? Like, is, is Silverchair your favorite band? <laughs> is, what is happening? Is someone making money? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Is that the only time you hear that sound? I don't know. It's like I guess it's like it's like a vision board. It's like an auditory vision board. It's weird. Strange. Uh, yeah, no. I saw this guy buying weed on the street. I was like, dude, like, did you like arrange this meeting with your drug dealer on like a rotary phone as well? 
Just like, oh, listen, sir, I'm looking to buy some of your finest cannabis. My pals and I are looking to roll some doobies tonight. It's weird. Dude, like, yeah, but like seeing someone buy weed on the street used to be kind of like edgy and dangerous, right? Now it's like walking into like a renaissance fair or something. <laughs> like, to be edgy and dangerous, you also have to be technologically current. You know, like, like if someone's robbing you at an ATM, uh, yeah, that's scary, but not if they're using a musket. <laughs> Give me everything you got, but first, let me stuff this muzzle. <laughs> It's a Ru Ruby's not a good gauge for whether something is funny or not. <laughs> I'm like it's, like, it's like telling jokes in an alternate universe. <laughs> That's funny, too? That's funny, too? Oh, man. Uh, I saw some kids in the Fillmore, like in the projects. They were shooting each other with Nerf guns. And I was like, man, this gentrification thing is real. <laughs> I was like, this tech is changing this city, man. <laughs> Uh, no, don't worry, there's still homeless people in the Tenderloin. Uh, a couple weeks ago, a homeless guy uh, tried to sell me some fish. <laughs> he was just like, he had a Ziploc bag with some fish in it, and I was I didn't buy it, but I thought it would be great if I did. And like, I invited some girl over to my house on a date, you know, like I had candles, soft music, I serve her this fish. And she's just like, oh my God, where did you get this fish? I'm just like, I got it from a homeless guy in the Tenderloin. <laughs> she's, I'm, not, she's, I'm like, no, no, I know what you're thinking, don't worry. It, it was in a Ziploc bag with ice. <laughs> Everything is fine. Dude, I love being Indian. You know why? Because there's no good racial slurs for Indian people. It's like foolproof. What are you going to call it? Curry muncher? <laughs> yeah, I have to eat. And curry is delicious. Towelhead? Yeah, I keep my hair dry. It's fun. And, and towelhead is shared between Indian people and Middle Easterners. Like, I only have to be half offended, you know? Like, come up with a specific, yeah, dude. We're made, dude. Um, when I was in high school, people used to cheat off of me a lot. I've never been cheated on. I've been cheated off of. <laughs> <laughs> this one kid, he cheated off me in math class, and uh, I did terrible on this test. We both got Ds. We did so bad. And I, I thought like a PSA should have happened at that point. Like some guy comes in like, listen, kids, just because a kid is Indian and wears glasses doesn't mean he's good at math. <laughs> when you stereotype, the only person you cheat is yourself. <laughs> oh, man. Give me some of your finest cannabis. It's the same voice. Um, dude, when I was in high school, someone told me he's like, he's like, dude, the drummer from Def Leppard only has one arm. I was like, oh my God. So I went and listened to a Def Leppard song. It was just like, pour some sugar. I was like, dude, this wouldn't even be impressive if you had no arms. <laughs> Jet sounds horny. I don't know, it's weird. Uh, what else? Oh, I went to a baby shower recently, and uh, the woman was drinking champagne. I was like, Jesus. I was like, you're drinking champagne? She's like, oh, don't worry. We're using a surrogate. <laughs> I just thought it would be so great if she just got trashed at her own baby shower. You know, she's just, like puking in the toilet. Someone's holding her hair back. She's like, you're having a baby. Okay, I have to leave. I have to leave. Uh, I asked. <laughs> well, that was so violent. <laughs> that was so violent. I'll have to go out on that. Thank you, guys. I'm Richard Sarbate.
Richard Cervantes, everybody. All right, coming to the stage. Have high. What is going on, motherfuckers? Finally. Yeah. yeah. Who was that? Oh, that <laughs> one guy who's been waiting for me to go up. Thank you for staying back, man. Um, ah, you guys like house parties? Yeah. yeah, fucking A, man. I had a house party the other night on Friday. Last Friday, I was in a house party, and uh, these guys uh, had some strong ass weed. We, I had like five bong hits uh, and saw two turtles racing against each other. And uh, then it was Monday. <laughs> it, was, it was amazing, and I highly recommend it, you know? But uh, it's weird going to a party that has a host that doesn't introduce people, you know, because that's like a shitty host, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's very awkward because uh, when you don't have, like, when you don't have, like, when you have a common acquaintance, you want to be introduced, right? Like, it's, this guy's just talking to some girl, I'm just standing there checking my Facebook, and I just go in there, hey, my name is, you know, and then it just looks awkward. I wish I could read minds, though. I, could, I, should, I should have this power to read people's minds, you know? Because that's what's going to happen in the future. You know that, right? Like, telepathy is going to come around, and people can read each other's minds. That's when the world is going to come to an end. Because could you imagine, like, Obama and Putin in the same meeting? They, they could know where each other's warheads are located, right? You just, or, or you could just go to the general meeting at the UN, and everyone would just be wearing Magneto helmets. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's the blockout. Okay. This is how you workshop shit, guys. <laughs> People listening on the radio, get off your fucking, okay. <laughs> I don't think this guy's very funny, hmm. <laughs> junk food is good, right guys? Fucking, I think junk food gets a bad rep because if you were in a car crash, or a plane crash rather, and you end up on an island and the only things that are left to eat are a bag of chips or broccoli, you would eat the bag of chips, like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody was gonna eat fucking broccoli in a life or death situation, you know? You're gonna pick the Lay's thing. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, it's getting weird with this whole dating thing, you know, like, uh, it's hard to see if people are real or fake, you know, there's a lot of fake profiles on the internet. So I figured out a way to weed the real people from the fake people by asking them math questions. Because you can tell a lot about someone by asking them this one question. I was like, if I have 10 million in the bank at 10% interest, how much will I make in 10 years? And if she's like, is the interest compounded? I'd be like, you're a fucking gold digger. <laughs> right there, I know what you're thinking. And if she's like, what is interest? I'd be like, uh, let's get drinks and I'll explain. Oh, man. Uh, I had to try out some new shit today, man. I'm going to do new jokes even if it fucking doesn't work, man. I hate passive-aggressive people, man. Say what the fuck is on your mind, motherfuckers, you know? Like, I'm tired of this bullshit where people leave post-it notes outside my house saying I'm playing music very loudly, right? And then I just have to respond with post-its. I can't shout at the person because then I look like the asshole, right? Right? Just be actively aggressive, you know? Like, it's... It's really weird because you, these people are like, say, hey, uh, reduce, you know, lower your music. And I just uh, reply saying, hey, uh, maybe you should buy earbuds. And then they'll re reply again on a post-it. And then we just have a wonderful mural outside my apartment of post-it notes. And uh, I'm like, fuck this. You should be actively aggressive, man. It's, it's better to know where people are. 
Because this is what happened, right? I sent these people post-it notes, and then the next day, they just got so mad, and uh, they, they just came in and said, hey, man, you're an asshole. I was like, okay, cool. That was so much simpler, right? <laughs> and uh, the day after that, they added me on LinkedIn. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? Like, make up your fucking minds, man. That's why I like the East Coast, because people say what's on their fucking mind, you know? Like, there's no bullshit. You can say what's on your mind, and people will know where you stand. Ah, <sighs> that felt good. <laughs> Boston, man. Okay. I just want to leave on this. Guys, uh, it's Friday night. There's a lot of drunk people out. Uh, don't get into a fight. But if you do... Uh, fake a sneeze, because nobody can, you know, punch you in the face and say bless you at the same time. You know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, that's my time, guys. Ab, hi, everybody. I love that members-only jacket. Maybe that's why they're leaving post-its, because they're not members. Okay, that was a fucking horrible joke. I just I love members. I used to have like a a closet full of members only jackets and like no pants. All right. So the next comic coming up to the stage is Bo Troxclair. Give it up for Bo Troxclair. Hey, hey, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. Who else hates fucking fixies, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, these guys, dude. I I didn't know that was a thing. Fixies. Is that, what, is that the pejorative for, like, fixed-gear bicycle people? Like, that seems ridiculous, right? Like, it seems like it's a group of industrious dwarves, you know, that run around, like, fix shit by, like, the fixes. That's a stupid joke. I know, I know. So I work as a bartender, guys, uh, which is a lot of fun. Um, I serve a lot of interesting beers. Like, the other day, I was serving this beer. It's called the Eight Bridges Salvation which I just started like knowingly serving to people, you know, like I knew something that they didn't. I was like, oh yeah, here's your salvation, sir. <laughs> Would you like some more salvation? No salvation for you. But that same day we were actually, we were running a beer called uh, the Faction Bad Touch. And I found it was a little strange. The people that liked the salvation didn't like the bad touch. But the people that liked the bad touch didn't like that I called them child molesters. <laughs> now I work at, I work at this bar, it's, it's, it's like a cool like outdoor bar, it's like a beer garden, you know? And we got these like picnic tables where people come and sit, and there's this big old oak tree that sits in the back. Um, and I, what? Zeitgeist? What the fuck? <laughs> you, you heard oak tree and you're like, Zeitgeist, what? Zeitgeist, the oak trees, that, was that the code word, right? Is the revolution starting now? Yeah. Was that the, that was the code. Oh, I didn't know, I, I spoke into existence, the Zeitgeist. What the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, <laughs> Oh, damn. Was it in Pleasanton, California? No, oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, no. It was the wrong bar. Okay. Uh, yeah, damn it. I know. I thought this was going to be so much funnier, but <laughs> this interaction ended up near. Uh, anyway, I work at this outdoor bar, and it's kind of cool. We have this big oak tree, but I'm, I'm like sweeping up because I have to sweep up the leaves, and I realize there's like a whole bunch of walnuts chilling on the ground. And it's an oak tree. I'm like, there's no fucking walnuts that grow on oak trees. And so I keep on like sweeping them over to the base of the tree until I realize that squirrels are fucking taking walnuts and bringing them to the top of the tree and then throwing them down so that they'll crack and open up. And then they're waiting for me to sweep them back to them like I'm their nut bitch or some shit like that. <laughs> These smart ass squirrels. 
I know, and I look up, I look up in the tree, and by the way, do you guys know that squirrels have huge nuts? That's, yeah, that's not a pun, that's just a scientific fact. Huge balls on squirrels. But I look up, and I see these squirrels, like, and he throws one down, hits me straight in the face. I realize I just got nutted on by a squirrel. I don't have an end to that joke, but like, fuck squirrels, right? Like, fuck squirrels is what I'm trying to say. They're pieces of shit, assholes. Okay, I'm done with that. Who here smokes weed? Woo! Okay. See, I'm a huge fan. I know, right? Exactly, right? We're at Mutiny Radio. If you don't smoke weed, you're in the minority. But, I like, dude, I'm, I smoke weed, but I'm tired of irresponsible weed users, all right? Too many people are irresponsible fucking weed users. And what I mean by this is like, okay, weed's basically legal here in California, but who here still smokes without a prescription? Anyone? Oh, yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. Irresponsible fucking weed users. All three of you. <laughs> irresponsible weed users because no responsible weed user would ever answer that fucking question guys never trust nobody that's the third commandment culture yourselves anyway uh, before I get out of here I'd like to talk to you guys about a charity I'm getting involved with real quick um, so if you'd like to talk to me about it feel free to talk to me outside after the show you wouldn't have to be willing to do a lot all you'd have to be willing to do is have sex with cancer patients yeah the charity's called Cox of Love uh, so if you guys are familiar, it's like locks of love, but you know, instead of wigs, we just, just give them the dick, that's all. Really only one ground rule, and that is uh, no hair pulling during the act. Uh, you'd think that obvi that's obvious, but you'd be surprised how many complaints we get. Now, I, I had a woman come up to me after the show the other day, and she said, you know, you shouldn't tell that joke. She was very angry. She was like, you shouldn't make fun of people with cancer. They didn't choose to get that disease. And I feel like I've earned the right to tell that joke because I recently got through a struggle with cancer myself. Yeah, thank, thank you guys for your support, yeah. Uh, and you know, that's, that's why I love comedy, because you can lie. And uh, my name is Bo Troxclay, thank you guys very much. Bo Troxclay, everybody. All right, our final comic coming up is Roger. Oh, thank you very much, uh, I like this place. Where can I put this? Uh, I, I jack off a lot. Uh, nine times out of ten, I jack off in the shower. So now when the shower turns on, my dick gets hard. <laughs> Coming home from these mics, I killed 20 to 25 cockroaches. And it got a little sad because they're mostly babies. So I made a game to keep entertained. The cockroaches are Asian people and I'm a Godzilla. <laughs> the only reason why I kill somebody is because they don't fucking move anymore. Like, I flick on the ladder in my house, they look right back at me, and then go right back to wherever the fuck they were doing. I know, right? Yeah. Dating's hard enough in LA, so I strictly rape. <laughs> Not as a raper, but as a rapey. So I walk down dark alleys hoping I get taken advantage of. Fuck fat police. They're, they're useless. To get into the police force, you have to go through a rigorous fitness test that consists of a sub seven minute mile, like 100 push-ups. But then once you get in, you get to blow up like a fat fuck. <laughs> so I've come up with a solution to our problem. We can have MC training every year. Stands for minority catching. Uh, the goal is to reach 25 points. A wigger, a white nigger, is worth five. Whoa, fuck that. They're only worth one point. They can barely run. <laughs> a cholo, a Latin game banger, is worth three points. And uh, an elusive Crip of Blood is worth a solid five points. Oh, and the, oh, the 7-Eleven by my house recently put the Bix by the display of the Bix by the entrance. 
And then an invisible sign also went up with it that read, buy one, get how many you can steal free. <laughs> um, in the sixth grade, I got jumped into a crew. Looking back on it, that was an unnecessary beating at 12. I was getting beat enough at home. I didn't need it at school, too. <laughs> I stopped smoking so much weed because, like, for a whole month, you're, like, at least one day you're supposed to feel sober. So now when I do smoke weed, I get really high, and it makes driving that much more funner. Because if you can't smoke weed and drive, you're a pussy. Like, same goes for drunk driving. Obviously, you shouldn't drunk drive. Obviously, unless you're good, then, you know. I went to Mexico this year, and uh, I came back, and I learned I'm a bad Mexico Mexican, but I'm a decent Los Angeles Mexican. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I had something else. Oh, shit. I didn't have anything else. Um... Mexico's a third world country. You see some crazy shit there. Like, uh, I saw a family of four on a single motorcycle. And it wasn't like a big Harley. It was a small Suzuki. And they were fat Mexicans. Thank you very much. Roger, everybody. Give it up for Roger. All right. So that has been Pam's Pamtastic House of Comedy. I totally um, ruined it, guys. But everybody laughed. Let's have, we had a lot of fun. And um, the next show is uh, Ship of Fools with Todd Farnham. Hey, everybody. Hey, get the fuck up. How you guys doing? It's basically just going to be a continuation of that, but I'm going to be your host now. That's pretty much it. Same, same shit, different day. How you doing, buddy? Will the Beast. Will the Beast, everybody. Holding it down. Hey, let's hear it for your previous host, Jet Black, man. Let's, let's go, you guys. Rocking down the Pamtastics. Yes. Out of control. All right, cool. We're just going to go uh, right into it. Just knock out some of these comics. They've been waiting to, to let you guys know what the fuck's up. So uh, let's give it up for Chris Ville. Give it the fuck up. Hey, everybody. Thank you. All right. Um, hi. Hey. I always like to start off by saying hi because that's normal. I'm not on a stage. We're having a real conversation here. You shut up and I talk. That's not true. Um, the last date I went on was a few weeks ago. It was with a lady, and we went to an In-N-Out. And um, that's kind of what she did at our date. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. In her head, she was doing it. Because we went, we're not dating anymore, because we considered going to In-N-Out a date, which is, you know, it's not, you know, I did that with my parents growing up. That's not a date. That's just living, you know? <laughs> Don't label it as something more special. But, you know, we went and we ate. And it was during that, that time together that I found out that she's a vegetarian, which didn't ruin the relationship that we didn't have, but it, did, it didn't help it. Because, like, when I picture myself in the perfect relationship, I... I can see myself waking up just a little earlier in the morning and then and then just leaning over to my partner and then just giving her a little kiss on the, kiss on the forehead and going to the kitchen and 
surprise her with the smell of bacon in the morning. And I can't do that with a vegetarian, you know? I can't do that. It's not, I could do veggie bacon, sure, but tofu does not compare to dead pig, the smell. <laughs> it does not. Do not even dare. Bacon all the way. I remember she told me, because she ordered a grilled cheese and animal fries. And animal, it's weird that she ordered animal fries. There's no animal in animal fries, but I just, there's no, it's just onion, cheese, and it's weird. And I was like, that, it's not against the rules, but it should be against the rules, you know? Because you're referencing an animal, and that's just, come on. It's like, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like that either. It's cheating. Fuck that. Fuck in and out and fuck her. I'm glad that we're not together at all. I'll just say that. Keep saying that, right? Just keep saying that out loud over and over, and then it'll all go away. The problems will all go away. Cool. It's already, ha it's already helping. <laughs> no, but I asked her, why'd you, why'd, why'd you order, why didn't you just order a burger? And she told me, oh, I'm a vegetarian. And my response was, oh, that sucks. As if, as if it wasn't a choice, you know? As if she like, told me, like, oh, I have cancer. Like, no, it, she chose to be a vegetarian. I should just be like, okay, that's your choices then. I thought it was weird because she told me, I'm a vegetarian because if animals could talk, we wouldn't eat them. And I guess that's true, but if animals could talk, we, would, we wouldn't eat them, but we, we'd really hate them a lot because humans can talk and we don't eat each other, but most of us don't like each other very much. There's a lot of wars happening. Actually, we do kill each other, but we don't even take the time to eat ourselves. I mean, come on, guys. Come on, show yourself some respect and eat the people you kill, at least, okay? Oh, man. I like where I went there. <laughs> okay, honestly, that, was, that, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, one of these things. I was on the way here, I was walking here, and I was thinking back to this memory I had. A few years ago, my dad, he got a new car, and he's a super car, he's like, he loves his cars, he's a mechanic, he fixes cars, and I'm not a car guy at all. But he got this new car, and one day, I got out of it, and I slammed the door shut, and he got out of the car, and he looked at me as if I wasn't his son, and just pointed at me and said, don't you fucking, don't hurt her. Don't hurt her. He was like, it was like he was on the verge of tears, this guy, seriously. I was like, it was in that moment that I started realizing, like, holy shit, we are objectifying people more than we are objectifying objects, like, now. That's what's happening now, I think. What the fuck is this, guys? Come on. I think we all have those moments where we realize we're kind of in a fucked up world. Like, my first time was in third grade. We were studying about the, the, the I was going to say Civil War. No, World War II, the, the better one. More people died. Um, and then, you know, we learned that they dropped the bombs on Japan. Uh, and you know, that's pretty fucked up, but what I thought was weird is that, that we named them. We named our bombs, Fat Man and Little Boy. We named our fucking bombs as if they're little dogs. Like, go play with the Asians. They won't hurt you. Come on, go ahead, go do that. We're mad. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Nice, ending on nuclear holocaust joke. I like it, buddy. All right, uh, next up is, is, ooh, man. It's a beautiful mind, you guys. I don't know if you saw that mediocre movie. All right, let's just uh, just gonna watch this reunion right right now. All right, that's cool. All right, you guys, let's get it the fuck together. All right, hey, hey there, buddy. Yo, hey, oh, you wanna come in? You wanna watch some fucking comedy? Yeah, get, here, just get in. You can smoke. Yeah, you gotta finish your cigarette out there. Anyway, you guys, give it up for this amazing man. 
I'm touching his his, uh, his left nipple right now, and that man is Leo Zinger. Everybody, give it the fuck up. Clap your hands, all right? Hey, thank you, Nicole. <laughs> hey, uh, man. So um, we just finally bounded. He touched my nipple. We're we're officially bounded. Uh, how hi hi? How are you guys? Good. Um, I'm Leo, and uh, I'm really upset uh, because you guys heard about this, uh, you know, Oregon mass shooting. It's tragic, and I'm very upset about it. And uh, I like, okay, where are the like my thing? Where are the people who 